Oh, shot. Every single time I put the bottle down, it falls. <laughs> Bloody gravity. Brinny gets you down. Yeah. Oh, oh, first joke. First joke, my friend. We're in. Last week on the David Eagle podcast. <laughs> dingy, 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 ding. Jimmy Joe, Jimmy Joe, Jimmy Go Go. Janet, Patrick, big it up. <laughs> <laughs> Ready one jump pill, prepubescent Tony Al right now. <laughs> this is not the time, Ellie, to be doing this kind of sex calls. I've got an anecdote about potatoes here. I'm telling you about my chill blends. Open the door, close the window, put the dog out, hang the clothes out to dry, let the chickens come to roost. <laughs> it's time for the podcast, co-hosted by a woman who very nearly starred in a Hollywood film with Nicole Kidman, but didn't. It's the David Eagle Podcast. And that woman in question is Ellie Skinner. Hello. I described her as a co-host, but in that uh, <laughs> in that particular montage, you didn't say a word. No. You just laughed. You were just my stooge, just I mean, my sidekick. That's kind of how it works anyway, isn't it, most <laughs> of the time? You're like, I'm the, the big bully, and you just sort of Go, yeah. laugh and egg me on. And background. you listeners are the people who are victims. <laughs> and I, I want to stop. I want to stop, but I, I can't. He accosts me in my ears and I've got things to do but I can't because he abuses me with high quality content. I'm sort of mixing my metaphors and my lost All sight sorts. of my analogy <laughs> here but it, it doesn't matter. As the uh, voiceover said there available for voiceover work my friends so if you're at all interested I mean I will even promote your podcast uh, I know. So if you want your podcast to reach the dizzy heights of seven or maybe even eight I think we might have reached now five star uh, reviews <laughs> then you can call on me and I will give my services of course for a fee I couldn't be possibly doing this for free <laughs> and talking of fees thank you to everybody who has donated to support the podcast you do not need to do that of course you there are other ways to remunerate me for instance you can buy tickets to come and see my gigs which uh, many of you did on Saturday and Monday we'll talk a little bit about them talking of gigs we're going to keep you on hooks a little bit longer last week I told you a story about a harrowing journey back from a stand-up gig I wasn't yeah. meant to be telling you that story. I was meant to be telling you a different story, but I think the story that I wanted to tell you was so dramatic and I was trying to, maybe didn't want to relive the experience that I accidentally or maybe subconsciously started telling you a different story. I said I'd tell you the story of the journey that I meant to tell you about this week. I'm going to endeavour to make this a slightly shorter podcast this week because the others have exceeded an hour. So I'm trying to keep this around about the 40 minute mark, maybe. Whether we succeed in that, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you can already tell whether we succeeded in that when you're looking at the uh, time readout and you can see that this podcast lasts for 90 minutes but uh, that's what we're going to aim to do 40 minutes I mean it would help if I didn't tell you how I'm trying to keep the podcast short but I've said that about three times now which is lengthening the uh, podcast but the reason for that is because this week I've done two gigs I did a gig on Saturday for live to your living room a 90 minute gig there because I did that and I did the gig with Boothby Graffo on Monday you've had plenty of opportunity to have quite a lot of David Eagle so let's have a little bit less this time and also I think it'll allow people to catch up with maybe the other bits of the podcasts that they have missed as well. So mm. if they're thinking, oh, I can't cope with the backlog, there's so much going on, I'm thinking about, you know, sort of quitting my job and just sort of dedicating my life to this. No, we don't want you to ruin your life over no. the David Eagle podcast. So that's why we're going to give you a bit of a reprieve this week. Mm. I said I'd tell you the story of the journey that I meant to tell you about this week, but if we're going to keep it short, maybe I'm building this up a little bit too much, but uh, not this week, my friends. I always find when doing a podcast, it's good to tell them what you're not going to hear before you tell them what they are going to hear. But what's coming up on the show? The voiceover said this podcast is co-hosted by a woman
woman who very nearly starred in a Hollywood film featuring Nicole Kidman. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, so we won't go over old ground. Those podcasts are, of course, available to listen to again. A few days ago, Ellie, there was another announcement that suddenly just came up in conversation. <laughs> We're going to be telling the story this week, Ellie, about the time that you could have potentially appeared on Noel's house party, yeah. but didn't. Yeah. So that's what you've got to look forward to. This. Another one of Ellie Skinner's near misses. There's so many of them. <laughs> so many things I very nearly did. Well, who knows? This could be a running feature. <laughs> we like our running features on the podcast, which is why we're bringing back, of course, Cassette Roulette. Oh, yeah. What will be on this week's tape? What will happen <laughs> in What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? How will I fare there? And how will our herbal tea this week fare mm. in Herbal Tea of the Week? And how will our potatoes have fared in Potato News? All that and more coming up on this week's The David Eagle Podcast. Let's start, Ellie. This is the story of a near oh, miss yeah. of yours in which you could have ended up on Noel's house party but didn't. I was in primary school, so it was probably 93, 94, something like that, and we got a message saying that there was going to be some producers from Noel's house party auditioning children because they used to have this segment on it called Wait Till I Get You Home, which was basically precocious little children telling stories on their parents. And I thought, I'm going to go for this. So a few people from our class auditioned and we got taken into the library and sat down with this producer and they asked us some questions about maybe naughty things we'd done. And the thing is, I was a child who didn't really do naughty things, (laughs) but my brother and sister are nine and six years older than me. So I knew the sorts of things they'd got up to. And one of the stories that I told them that I thought this is definitely going to get me on telly is how my brother had not liked the caretaker at his school that he went to which was a different one to me and he had written a little note and put it through the caretaker's door that said there's a bomb in your house and it's going to blow up in one minute he'd also pooed in an envelope and put that through the door of this poor man's house not knowing that the caretaker had gone on holiday and was not going to be back for two weeks. So this thing was sitting there lingering. And I think he'd been... I mean, weirdly, after two weeks, the smell might have actually gone. Yeah, it might have just It might have gone and sort of like fossilised But you never know like, what other post has dropped on top of oh. it and gone. But it was in an envelope. And got, yeah, it was in an envelope, yeah. but, you know, if there was any moisture seeping. Oh, my goodness. And surprisingly enough, they didnn't book me to go on the programme. Well, because the irony is you thought you didn't really have anything naughty to report, so you reported something else that somebody else had done, which was so bad. But maybe, they yeah. They couldn't have put that on like, us. No. So, it's that caretaker who's really lost out. Yeah. You know, he should be the one... Well, I was saying he should be the one to win the holiday, but after what happened last time he went on holiday, he's probably <laughs> thinking... Not. Also, I should, probably should have done stuff like, oh, mummy drinks too much wine or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. it's meant to be cute but, stuff, not like, oh, someone had a shit like, and posted it through the caretaker's <laughs> letterbox yeah. and said he was gonna house is going to be blown up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was very nearly on TV that time. And wasn't. And who was instead? Ashley Rogers. Right. He was a boy from my class. I can't remember what he said, but I was really annoyed that he got on. Imagine how uh, bad it would be if it was, oh yeah, I took a shit in the <laughs> teacher's I mean, letterbox. maybe. I think he still lives in our hometown. So we've so already maybe. got one shit in the letterbox. Ashley got there first. We'll have to do it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Looks maybe, like it's a big thing in Brackley. Maybe we should get in touch with uh, Ashley and we see We tracked down Ashley, tracked down Geordie O'Neill. What a reunion this is going to be, my friends. But hey. 
Who's got the last laugh now? Because is Ashley Rogers on the David Eagle podcast? Is uh, Jodie O'Neill on the David Eagle podcast? No. So, well done, Ellie. You're winning the game of life now. Took oh, a while. Just... But you got there. You've done it. <laughs> Some people get a thrill from deviant crime. I would rather play a game where I guess the time. I don't want to be embroiled in matters illegal. I'd rather play a game of what's the time, Mr. Eagle. Ellie has a book in her hand right now, which has the statistics for what's the time, Mr. Eagle, contained yep. within it. Very quickly, Ellie, tell me my best and my worst score. Let's start with the worst first. What um, do we want to... Well, your worst was the first week. You were 82 minutes out overall, average 27.33. But your individual worst was actually last week when you uh, just completely yeah. misjudged it and was 57 minutes out. However, my best, let's look to Your best more positive was times. the exact dead-on time. Yes. It was perfect. You can't, that was my personal best um, for one of them, but in total, and then your over the three. So what happens, listeners, is Ellie will ask me three times, what's the time, Mr Eagle, over the course of the week? And I will have to try and guess. We add them up and we get our total from those three. So, so my worst was 82. My 82. best was? Your best was the week where you got it dead on, of course, which was 44. 44. Yeah. Okay, so... And then your second best guess... Well, we don't need to worry about well, second just... best, do we? Okay, okay, we'll do second right. best. Well, you're All asking right. me stats. I'm asking... Give me your stats. Well, second... yeah, I didn't want the entire book, but I'm fair enough. I'm not giving you the entire oh, right, book. Okay, okay. The second best guess was four minutes out, and you did that twice, week four and oh. week five. So okay. last week, you had both your worst and your second best. That's the thing with this game. It's full of surprises. It's full of dramas, and this yeah. week is no exception. So I was doing a gig live to your living room on Saturday, Thank you to everybody who came. Uh, a 90-minute performance of music and comedy. A lovely time. But then there's a moment during it where people can ask questions. And we obviously had a, a few podcast listeners in. One of the questions that Alex, the MC, read out from listeners was, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? So I'm in the middle of doing this gig. And uh, sometimes when you're gigging, all concept of time goes out of the window. And so he hoisted this question on me. So that's the first one we're going to find out what happened when that question was paused so and then we have another two including one where i tried to do an intuition special because i think i relied too much on logic last time so i thought let's just do intuition straight in when i do intuition i seem to do better so let's see how we fare at that as we play what's the time mr eagle what's the time mr eagle What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Oh, 9.48. Oh. Go on. It is 9.52. Oh. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? This is a quick one. I'm relying on intuition. I'm going to say the first number that comes into my head. 1.32. 1.35. Oh, yeah. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? My goodness. Not Who? just that, though. What's oh. the time, Mr. Eagle? And we've got more. Oh. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? <laughs> What's 
the time, Mr. Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So who has sent us these? These have been sent to us by Phil and they ah, are... Ah, yeah, it's regular listener Phil it's, it's of not... Hello Pretty Boy fame. It's his nephew, Albie, and niece, Rosa, doing different voices for you. So I'm going to use a little bit of uh, logic here, Phil. What? Okay. I was going to say, is this one of your intuition ones or is this... I think I've had enough... I think I've had far too much time to think about this okay. while those jingles are being gone for this to be one of my intuition That's ones. That's So my logic is, I know it's before eight o'clock because you just played me a clip of Bob Fox doing his warm-up sound check thing to advertise his gig tonight from Live to Your Living Room, which I did last Saturday. And I know that they record those. They did it at 5.30. I did mine, I think. And then I went in the bath. And the gig starts at eight o'clock, so I know it's between half five and eight o'clock. So maybe Bob Fox is in the bath as we speak. Maybe, maybe it's not. A, you don't have to go in. The, it's not. They don't say right. You've done your sound check. Get in the bath now before the gig. It's not. That's not a thing. No, exactly. Twelve minutes past seven o'clock. Oh, it's six forty-three. Oh no. <laughs> How does that total up? Let's find out as we cross back to you, Eddie Skinner and David Eagle, in the studio. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Thank you very much indeed, David. Eddie Skinner and David Eagle back in the studio now with the statistics. Oh, Ellie. So it was going so well. The first two, one at the live tea living room where yeah. Alex asked that question, what's the time, Mr. Eagle, in the middle of a gig. Goodness knows what people who, who don't listen to the podcast were thinking, but look, I don't care about those, quite frankly. Mm. I mean, granted, they've paid 15 quid to come and see me perform, but I prefer the listeners who listen to my podcast for free. That's the kind of people. And even more than what the ones who donate when listening to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, only slightly more, though. To be honest, my ego is more important than money. Uh, yeah. So it started off so well. Yeah. The first two, I was only I was four out for the first one and three out for the second. Yeah. So I was only seven out if I'd have kept that. Oh, that was so good. And then it ruined it right at the last minute by being 29 minutes out. Yeah. So I was 36 minutes out in total. So it's it's not bad, but it's that last one that just... And, I, and, apply, and again, I applied logic. When I applied intuition, I got it. So I'm thinking, next week, we need to do an intuition special. And let's see if we can get the best results. To be fair, that is your best week so far. Is it? Yeah. Oh, despite being 29 minutes out. Because average you're on 12 minutes, and your previous best one was an average of 14 minutes. What uh, about the total? 14.6, 36 minutes. So that's the best. And your previous one was 44. My so goodness. It is the best. We've got the best. I didn't yeah. expect that. I did not expect that to be the case. This it didn't is why feel... you get me to do the stats. Exactly. Uh, but tomorrow, but next week. Tomorrow, my don't get your hopes up, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I said I'm doing a short one. What I didn't tell you was, I'm going to try and keep this to 40 minutes, but we're going to do it daily from now on. 40 minutes a day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so we're going to do an intuition special next week. Thank you as well to Phil's niece and nephew for those wonderful What's the Time, Mr. Eagle jingles. If people do want to message with a What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, you can probably find me on Facebook and you can send find me Ellie a... on Facebook or find me or on find Facebook. David. Because even if you message me, I can give the phone to Ellie or I can forward it to Ellie and and Ellie's got some control. And I can just surprise him with it whenever exactly. I want. Exactly. So other people have left voice messages in the past. Phil's left one there. Uh, we've had Alex leaving one on my Facebook. We've had Maury, of course. So you're very welcome to ask the question yourself and take part in What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? So many ways to get involved. My Facebook page is The David Eagle, as it is on Twitter and Instagram. Put your hand in my big box. Pull out a cassette. 
We have no idea right now what's on it yet But then we press play, we'll hear what we get It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette Ellie Skinner has the box in her hand. The box or in her hands. You can't carry the whole box in one hand. It's no. a heavy affair. That box is full of cassettes. Ellie is going to pick out a tape. Whatever is on that cassette, we will play in cassette roulette. We've been fortunate yet Ooh. to not have had a blank tape. <laughs> oh, this one is different. This has got a dark casing. It's a TDK Ooh. SA90. TDK again. Very popular but TDK. Instead, Three instead... times in a row for the old TDK listeners. But instead of a see-through case... Put that in your listener logs, yes? It's got a sort of graphite grey Okay, oh, it just feel it feels very different, yeah, this one. If I texture. run my fingers across this tape... You can hear. I mean, I haven't run my fingers across the other tapes, but let's just have a comparison. <laughs> and if you get a normal uh, tape out... Just get a normal tape yeah. out there and I'll run my finger. I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm trying to keep the podcast short. You see how smooth that is, listeners? You can barely hear it. <laughs> but this one, on the other hand... So there you go. We take the rough with the smooth. Here on Cassette Roulette, whatever is on that tape, we will play. What's going to happen is Ellie's going to leave the room. I'm going to have a little bit of a listen for it, to it, pick some highlights, and we'll come back and we'll reveal what's on the tape in Cassette Roulette. It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette. Well, Ellie, this is mm-hmm. very different okay. to anything that we have brought you before on Cassette Roulette. So, as I say, I recorded... These are tapes from my childhood when I recorded lots of things on cassette. And what we're hearing now is a bit of a fight between Ooh. myself and my brother Liam. It's a player fight. It's not a oh, real right, fight, then. although it does sound very intense and dramatic, as you'll hear, Ellie. And if uh, listeners remember, Liam has composed our lovely theme music. Yes, he has indeed. Yeah. Liam.eagle.bandcamp.com, I believe. I believe isn't part of it. <laughs> so it's, it's, he does a, it's a Christian Christian rock music he does uh, in the main. <laughs> Christian dubstep. You don't really hear that much, do you? I wonder if there must be other genres, like Christian genres of music, because it's always Christian rock isn't it? Christian country. You very yeah. rarely, rarely hear Christian dubstep. I mean, I suppose it's probably because, like, there's not really words in dubstep. So no. how would you celebrate the Lord without words through the medium of dubstep? Is there a... I'm going to do a Christian... <laughs> right, next week, I'm going to do my version of what I think Christian dubstep would be. So let's hear this fight. I mean, I say it's a fun fight, but it does sound very yeah. dramatic. So uh, this, I'm thinking, would be... I mean, Liam's voice hasn't broken, so, I mean, that could be anywhere from the last... <laughs> up until he was 28. I think, so he'd be about about... 10 or something and I would be 12, 13 something like that so he'd be 9, 10 I'd be 12, 13 and he's trying to cross over to this uh, fight now there's no commentary or anything like that really so I mean you have to try and listeners imagine what might be going on here it sounds like a very involved dramatic game Right. Help me! Right. 
What else can we do with covers? I don't know, I don't know the game, that's cool. Yeah, that was quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> I really want somebody to take that as a soundtrack and animate it. Well. Because I want to think of what sort of, it almost sounds like it could be like a Godzilla type yeah, thing. That's what I thought, Eddie. So what I've done is I've thought, well, it's the kind of thing you can imagine with some really dramatic music over the top. Yeah. Especially when I, because there's no sort of audio description in the main there, apart from the fact that we're obviously playing with covers. Often on the TV and stuff, there'll be lots of times when there'll be something dramatic going on with dramatic music and that and weird noises and like people shouting things. Yeah. And obviously I can't see what's going on. So I might just come down the stairs and then there's an advert comes on the TV or an extract from the film comes on and I go, what the bloody hell is going on? Because if you can't see, if you're blind, yeah. then it's just music and noise, essentially. Yeah. And so with that in mind, I thought that I'd put you in my world now, Ellie. Okay. This can be what it's like sometimes if you're watching a dramatic film and I have no idea what's going on. I mean, this alone, if this was just a soundtrack, what kind of film it might be? I reckon this is a film that needs to be made. Film people now. I could maybe team up. Last week we discovered that there was a couple of people called David Eagle who worked as in visual effects, uh, yeah. didn't we? So if I could team up with them, they could put some visual effects over the top of that. Yeah. I think we need to get in touch with one of the other David Eagles. That's this week's cassette roulette. <laughs> Who knows? You never know what's going to be on the tape. And I, you know, it's got that kind of rough thing, and we were playing rough, so it sort oh. of worked quite. Oh, I've just knocked the headphones off there. No. It's worked quite well there. Okay, we need something a little bit more sedate after that, I think, Ellie. Okay. So let's move from the world of wrestling and martial arts and high drama. <laughs> To the more sedate, but nevertheless, really, I mean, dramatic world. It can be very dramatic. Oh, of indeed. Herbal Tea of the Week. Some folks like plain tea, others like tea herbally. But this is the feature that reviews herbal tea verbally. We'll give it a smell, we'll give it a drink, and then we will tell you what we think. Tea is the subject on which we will speak in our exciting feature, Herbal Tea of the Week. Okay, Ellie has the kettle in her hand. We're just going to refresh the water. Of course, never when it comes to... And I, we don't believe in wasting water, but it's... Uh, well, it's gone into the washing up. It's got, exactly. It is wrong to do a Herbal Tea of the Week and to be reviewing a herbal tea for taste if you are going to use water that has already been boiled because, you know, it's been sat in there for longer. It is going to taint the taste. We're in the middle of a smack tea special because uh, the last week we had... Uh, Danish pastry tea for 
from Hoogly. Uh, Hoogly is the name of the company, just in case you were wondering where that was in the world. This week, Ellie, our tea is... Is from Bloom Teas, and it's banana rice pudding. My goodness. This is going to be interesting. So tell me, are we having... What kind of a tea is this? Are we going to be having it with milk and without... Or are we going to be having it both? With or without. So we're going to... We'll try it it both ways. So this is from a series of tea samples that I got through the internet the other day. I can already smell this. Yeah. And you've only just dropped it into the cup. Yeah. Automatically, it has a banana aroma. In fact, if you hadn't told me it was banana, I would have said banana straight away. I mean, we're, we're jumping ahead of ourselves because first... It's description. It is indeed. I've just given people, I've teased them. Yeah. No pun intended. Well, why not? Why not? What the heck? Um, So because this is a (laughs) sample, I don't know if this is representative of their usual descriptions. So um, it says, Bloom Teas, banana rice pudding, tropical herb tea with roasted popcorn rice, boy. I can't say it. word again. I just can't say it. Banana and coconut. Rude boy. It is rude boy. It has a biodegradable tea bag. It's vegan approved and naturally caffeine free. And the ingredients are Roy boy. What? Roy, 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 Roy boss. Roy How do you say it? Roy. Roy boss. We need Roy to... boss. Yeah. Yes. Why are you putting a Y on I the end of it? Know. Roy boss. I don't know. Desiccated coconut, roasted popcorn rice, freeze-dried banana and natural flavouring. Yeah. They've all got natural flavouring, Ellie. Yeah. Interesting. And it says use freshly boiled water. There you go. Yeah. It said it itself, so... Straight from 100, brew for at least three minutes. It's best served with or without milk. Right. <laughs> so it's basically best Hang on, served. That's... Yeah, best served. <laughs> it's a nice description. There was nothing particularly poetic about it, but it was... A nice description. Yeah. So I'm going to give it seven for description. I don't think I can go higher than that because there was nothing any... I don't think there was any poetry in there. No alliteration or yeah. any of those things that we, we enjoy. Well, I'm just coming up to the uh, the scoreboard here so we can mark this down. Okay. I mean, it's got a lot of detail, but they haven't gone into, as you say, sort of poetical flowery language. No. No, so what it does. How does it make us feel? And maybe you'd say, look, don't you tell me how my tea makes me feel. I'll well, decide gonna, how it makes me feel, but I sort of I'm like go, an evocation. If that's I'm going to go with a five because it tells oh. us all the stuff. Well, this is controversial. Yeah. I've never, well, we've never had no. such a bad score in terms of for description here. Well, no, it, just, it tells you all the stuff. And as I say, it is a sample packet, so maybe it hasn't got all the things that are regular. Okay, but we can only, we, we can only be, review it on what we've got. We can only work on what we've got. Yeah, giving it a five only a five and why just because you think it's it's utilitarian you just think it's utilitarian oh fair enough she's going for a five my goodness so that brings it to a total of 12 i would imagine that's our worst description yet that matches hoogly matches matcha no 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 pun intended unless you want it to be intended ellie would you like no why not well i'll give it credit for that one thanks that matches seven weeks in i knew you'd get there in the end thanks that matches Hoogly Danish Pastry and Ooh. T2 Chang right. Chai for description. Well, it shows how much I know then. There we go. So 12, it's uh, quite a popular number, it turns out, for the description. So there's still all to play for here with this tea. I think it can still very much pull ahead and it can reign supreme. So I think, Ellie, we are ready to smell it for aroma. It's, I'm just going to blow my nose. Make sure to blow your nose before smelling, of course. A professional tip here. Oh my goodness. That is lovely. Oh, it's lovely. It's very banana-y. A slight toffee smell, I think, as well. What are you getting, Ellie? Okay. So I'm not getting banana as much as you seem to be. 
odd. I'm getting more of the coconut. Not a second. And the sort of popcorniness. Oh, I'm getting the popcorn. I mean, there's there's certainly a. Oh no, I'm getting the banana there. That sort of rice popcorn smell. That is lovely. I'm giving it a nine. I'm giving it a nine. It's an absolute delightful smell, and it yeah. reminds me as well of like a beer, actually, like the smell of a freshly poured beer. You did you know, have a banana beer the other day. Yeah, so it reminds me of that. It's oh, it's just delightful. I'm gonna go for an eight. She's gone for an eight for smell. I've gone for a nine. This is potentially, I mean, I, I, start, I always say this is probably the best smell yet. or this is probably the worst description. It turns out not to be. So we'll, we'll head to the scoreboard for the official. But I imagine this is way up there on smell for 17. How does that compare? Well, also, oh. hello. <laughs> You're facing the other way. <laughs> oh, it's because I'm reading the So thing. I thought I'd put my hand on your back. I was grabbing, I was, I was giving your breasts a grope. <laughs> And I didn't even notice. <laughs> it's brilliant. As I was it's like uh, doing a radio show and groping breasts, you think I'm Jimmy Savile or something, yeah? I'm talking about double T's and groping your breasts by accident. Okay. Right. 17 for smell yes. brings it in line with Birdhouse Aztec Chai and Pucker Matcha. Oh, goodness. However, it's behind Hoogly Danish Pastry with 18. What on earth? Oh, right, it shows how much I know. I don't listen to these podcasts. I've no, I have, I have no idea. I just well, it's time to taste it. We're going to have it without milk first, and then we'll have it with milk. Oh my goodness! Oh, it's a lot more bananary in the mouth. <laughs> oh, it's just a lovely. It's it's not too sweet. The smell is lingers in your nose there's that lovely mix of banana and coconut and then that interesting kind of cooked i don't know how to describe it like a cooked rice popcorny taste coming from it as well i was sort of vacillating between seven and eight but i think i'm fairly much in the eight camp but we're gonna see if oat milk can make this tea go even higher i think Oh, we'll find out what that ooh represents very shortly. Often what happens is I'll taste it without and I'll say, yeah, I like that, but I imagine it's going to be improved with oat milk. There's always something I'm not sure about with the tea when it's without. This time round, I'm not getting that. I'm a fan of it straight away. I would happily have that without oat milk. But we've had it without oat milk. It's trying to have it with oat milk. Ellie has already had a taste. She has already an ex exclaimed an ooh. Just Let's find way. out what I do. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That has sweetened it yeah. a lot. It's brought out more of that banana, even more, and it's given it a creaminess. Yeah. It's given it a glorious creaminess, which is just, when I'm tasting it and smelling it, I'm, I, can, I can hear bubbling in the pan. There's just this lovely, that rice taste as well, just lovely. I think the coconut's just enhanced by the oat milk mm. and it does give it that creaminess so before it didn't really taste like a rice pudding to me it was it was pleasant that's what i'm talking about when i'm saying is, about the yeah. bubbling in the pan of course it's the rice pudding i'm getting the rice pudding it's evoking the rice pudding and it's bubbling weird. away in the pan because i can sort of imagine with a rice pudding you've got a bit of maybe vanilla and a tiny bit of nutmeg on it and i can mm. kind of almost taste that in this yeah I'd far prefer it with the oat milk in. Yes, bits. I mean, if, if we add bits of rice in there, I think that would be absolutely mm. wonderful. Maybe it should come with a rice straw. 
Imagine Ooh. that. So you could suck it with a rice straw. Ooh. Or you could infuse some milk with it and then make oh, yeah. your actual rice, rice pudding, pudding with from that. banana rice pudding milk. My goodness. I absolutely love that tea. And I just can't decide whether it's going to be an eight or a nine. I'm going to cross to you first, Ellie. What I'm are you going, going to for? Go for? Just grab your I'm, rest again. I'm happy to go for an eight. I think I'm going to play it safe and go for eight. I'm not sure if I've made the right decision there. I feel maybe it deserves a nine, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I've written it down now. It's been written down. I was <laughs> thinking of changing my mind, unfortunately. And it, honestly, if that makes a difference to the score, uh, I'm so sorry to... Um, bloom teas. Bloom teas, because blooming marvellous is what that tea is. And maybe it should have got a nine, but it just feels like, oh, I don't know what I'm waiting for. I don't know what I'm waiting for from a tea. I don't know, because of course, there's still that 10. Will a tea ever get a 10, or is that just too much? Does that seem far too reckless? I'm, oh, I don't know. But anyway, let's head over to the scoreboard. Two eights make, six, make, make 16, eh? Hey? So, <laughs> my boob again. <laughs> so, I'm excited about the tea, what can I say? Oh. <laughs> so, Bloom Tea's Banana Rice Pudding. Caffeine-free, vegan-friendly. For description, it got 12. For smell, it got... 17 and for taste it got 16 which gives it a teetotal of 45 45 it doesn't put it in the lead and in no. some ways it feels like it should maybe be in the lead where does it put it though ellie but in terms of this uh new series of snacks snack based it's tying with the who's oh, tying danish with pastry. the danish pastry i thought it might have pulled ahead of the danish pastry but it hasn't my goodness this feature is full of surprise <laughs> Rises. Oh! What will we have next week? We'll find out in Herbal Tea of the Week. Yeah. But where does it put us on the scoreboard, Ellie? On the scoreboard, it is in joint third place. Joint third? Oh, I, I feel like it should have got... I think, to be honest, if, if the description had been better, we might be looking at a winner. Unfortunately, it lost out on description. But it it's still of absolutely... Indutably. Thank you, Binny. Herbal Tea of the Week will be back next week. That was a really odd one because I thought, honestly, that one would score higher. And if it wasn't, well, we've talked about it, but it wasn't. <laughs> I'm still kind of recovering from that. Uh, we recorded that yesterday and it was such a lovely, smelling, tasting tea. Yeah. They could just do better on the description. But yeah. I'm sure they'll be listening and they'll be thinking we'll be ruining the day. What yes. also might be quite nice is if any listeners have Ooh. tea recommendations that they want to tell us about, see if we can track them down. Yeah. If you are a tea company and you want to send us a tea. We are happy for you to do that, but we will not use that as an endorsement of your no. tea. So if you're you're sending us a tea, you've got to be prepared for it to be denigrated. <laughs> News. Well done, Ellie. I just pressed the button. She was straight in there. So this is Potato News. A couple of weeks ago, we announced that Christmas present that we had got from Ellie's sister had been was much better than the present that we got from her brother, which was <laughs> oh very foul-smelling. <laughs> let me tell you, did not want that uh, dropping no, through the exactly. door. Fortunately, it didn't explode as we were as we were told in the in the note <laughs> that came with it. Uh, Ellie's sister Alex bought us a potato kit. Grow your own potatoes. So a couple of weeks ago, we announced that last week Ellie Skinner went to the shop. She bought some seed potatoes. She 
She bought rocket potatoes from Scotland. We put them into egg cartons. We put them into a dark cupboard. We left them for a week to see whether they would sprout. It is now time to find out whether the potatoes have sprouted or not. In Potato News, let's cross to the kitchen where Ellie and I are ready to open the cupboard for this report we made earlier. We will now open the cupboard to reveal what has happened to those potatoes. The aim was for the potatoes to have sprouted. But the question is, has a potato sprouted from the seed potato? We cross to the cupboard for the revelation from Ellie Skinner as she opens the egg carton. Yes, sprouted. they have started to sprout. I'm feeling the potatoes now and they are little pricks of <laughs> potato. And they're just little pricks. Yeah, they're little pricks. <laughs> I don't like them. So they've started sprouting. I think they need another week maybe just to go a bit longer. Maybe we leave them to next chance. week. Yeah. And next, because I feel like this feature we've already this week in Potato News, we've covered quite a lot. There's quite a lot of excitement there with the fact that they have started sprouting. Leave them wanting more, I think, yeah. when it comes to Potato News. Next week, we'll see how much they've sprouted comparatively. Maybe you can take a photo yeah. and we'll start planting the potatoes in potato 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 news there's not as much conviction for that news there really nah didn't think no. I think you, you. I mean, I can appreciate experimenting with the form and trying different tonalities and that kind of thing. But to be honest, that's something I think you should do in your own time. Not when it's when we're actually doing the podcast properly. Fair enough. Because when I, you know, hear me when I'm in the shower, yeah. you just hear me experimenting with different ways of news. Exactly, news. exactly. So it's right. News. So I get it right at the time. But it's okay. You're dealing with a professional here. You're very new to this. I've been doing this since, oh, goodness knows when. So a short podcast this week. I think we've yeah. managed it. Thank you again to everybody who came to my gigs over on Saturday and Monday. It was announced on Saturday night at Live to Your Living Room that I will be hosting a new monthly comedy night. I mean, we say new monthly night. It's quite optimistic, really. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> it's an online gig, so at the moment that seems like a really good idea. But uh, when people are allowed back out again... We'll see, we'll see. I mean, I'm really not I'm really not selling this very well, am no, I? No, you're really not. But I think it'll be a lovely monthly night that anyone can go to, no matter where they are in the world. Exactly. So I'm going to be doing this with the wonderful comedian, musician and songwriter, Silky. Paul Silky White. He hasn't been on this podcast yet, which seems a bit weird, because the amount of stuff that we've done together over the years, we've done many gigs together. But he is absolutely brilliant, and we're going to be running this night. It's going to be a mix of people who you may not know, and people who you men or you might have seen on the TV you might have heard on the radio that's going to be starting on April the 23rd we'll give you more information about that in the fullness of time of course and we might get Silky on as well to do uh, a bit of a game with us or something like that it's high time that he was on the podcast for goodness sake I've actually thought of a quiz Ellie oh yeah I've thought of a quiz I might see if we can put that together for next week Mm. okay well Let's keep it short, my friends. That's what I say. It's mainly because I don't want to take those pills that you bought me. <laughs> and that kit it seems very, uh, it seems well, very painful. Well, I think we should just try it once and mm, see what you think. Well, and, well, you know, if you're not into it, it's we'll fine. see. But it might be difficult to get into it, to be honest, with some of the stuff <laughs> that it promises. Oh my goodness! Anyway, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week from me, David Eagle, and me, Ellie Skinner. Good bye.